I don't think I can play this long because uh, I know it's always hard with the audio whenever it's mixing in or whatever. So we'll, we'll, we'll play that out longer in the podcast thing. But this is uh, me and uh, T.C. Fleming and uh, Machine Mike Marshall. We're going to be walking Hello. through with you uh, every one of these Sunday installments of The Last Dance. I, I guess there's 10 episodes, but they play two of them a night. Doesn't it just seem like there's five episodes? Yeah, that's it's a fun strategy. Uh, and, uh, and uh, Jake Kemp is here with us for uh, for this this particular maiden voyage. We'll we'll have some uh, fun guests and people you Thanks, recognize Jake. and enjoy throughout Whatever, the, Mike. the time. Whatever, Mike. We value your presence, dude. Jake, told, uh, we're we're making this a podcast, and then we're also doing a uh, a live stream. And uh, Jake texted me beforehand and was like, "Oh, we're doing a live stream." And now I realize it was because he didn't know where his Jupiter, Florida hat was. It was just yeah. <laughs> searching through the house. And he's still leaves. brushing his teeth. It never leaves this spot. It stays right here. This is my stream. This is my streaming hat. Stream. <laughs> my Jupiter, Florida. Got that whenever I visited Epstein's house. No be no biggie. I think um, uh, I think Jordan lives in Florida now, right? Is that because he's got the the ocean in the background? I think that house is in Florida. Oh, I thought he was still in Chicago. I don't believe that there's any uh, <laughs> backgrounds like that in Chicago. It was pretty recently that he sold the uh, the Chicago house, and uh, they had like the real estate photos of. It was just crazy to see the that twenty three gate in real estate photos. <laughs> Michael Jordan has a twelve point four million dollar house, Jupes? in Jupiter, Florida. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you yes, go. Sir. So yes, might have been right down the street. Mm-hmm. You might have driven by it. Mm-hmm. So y'all just want to talk about how uh, they might have been friends. Yeah, I mean, he probably visited. Um, I hope not. Do y'all want to do this whole thing about how he definitely didn't just go play baseball of his own volition? Or when <laughs> they glossed over that pretty quick. No, no, dude. Gonna get, I guarantee you there's going to be a full episode on it. I feel like there's got to be, right? And he kind of laughed as he said it. He was like, yeah, and then kind of, you know, <laughs> took a vacation for 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, on, that can't be the only time they touch uh, on it i god th- i hope not yeah i mean i i, I expect it because i would say that the thing so far that is just to get into documentary analysis the thing so far that has made me most excited about this documentary better than like the, how good the footage is is the fact that you can just tell from the way he's talking how he's set up everything else he does not give a fuck he's telling everything and the time that i most in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That I uh, that I like speed. had that switch go on was whenever uh, they asked him about the the Chicago Bulls traveling cocaine circus, <laughs> and he thought about it for a second, then was like, "Yeah, you know what? Ah, fuck fuck it. it. I'm telling this." And you know, that whenever like that. that story happened, if you told him 30 years from now you're going to be telling all of America that you were in that room, he would have been fucking terrified knowing that but he was just like fuck it i'm telling everything i'm just to tell every story if you ask me a question i'm gonna answer the full fucking question and i just can't wait to see eight more hours of that shit question do you think he believes that lines is what you call cocaine i guess so using lines in really weird ways i was like who the fuck says that yeah i was like what what is this slang yeah 
I thought it was weird that he was like, so you got your guys over here with lines, you got your weed guys, he's like, you got <laughs> guys who are into girls, I'm like, both those things go pretty well with girls. Like, are they you not the to, same Venn diagram? Or yeah, I think what are we talking about? Well, the girls didn't really, want to be by the lines? Yeah, what you're really just what you're really talking about, Mike, are just three stages of the night, not like, not three different like guys. Like everyone's into all three of them. I He's think. like, and I roll in there, and I'm on meth, and it's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, Roy Williams had given me some bath salts <laughs> that I had, uh, that I still had left when I left Chapel Hill. Now, I, I think the big question in the documentary that I'd like to uh, kick us off by asking you guys. Is how fucking dumb is common if he can't spell the word fucking Michael? Dude. What's going on there? I had to sit through an entire common intro at the All-Star game this year. Uh-huh. Where each player got like 90 seconds of a poorly rhymed thing. And yeah. that was about 200% too much common for me. So whenever I saw him come on the screen, I just started yelling. I was like, <laughs> shut up! Shut the fuck up! And then he tells this horrible story and I'm like, sick story, common. Like what? What is common? I'm sorry, I don't. I don't get him. Besides the guys oh. advocating for AI. No, 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 to no. Take no. Over the train world. show. We don't have to go there. You don't have to take it that far. You're right. The the intro sucked, but Common has like three fucking untouchable albums, dude. Basement Evolution. See, and it's all because you, you say this about a lot of rappers, and no one's gonna fact check you. But dude, the the early stuff that Kanye was producing all of that, like that's some of Kanye's best work. Basement Evolution is an incredible album. It is like vintage Chicago Kanye. It's really like the song that they did on Chappelle Show, The Food. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's that's one of my favorite songs of all time. That's really, really good shit. But to his defense, the word or name Michael is spelt incorrectly. <laughs> it shouldn't have Ooh. what's this fucking C H A E L? But like, how how are Shale, you old what? enough to be a ball boy with having having like? I definitely remember the first time I encountered Michael, and I was like, "Huh, that's fucking weird." Yeah. But like, I was four. I don't know why it's spelled that way. Ball boys are like seven. It's my name, and I don't know why it's spelled that way. I yeah, it's bad. Idea. It's wrong. Common is right. Now, if you're asking me what I like to see, how he took a crack at it, the answer is yes. Would you prefer that or uh, Floyd Mayweather reading one page of Harry Potter? (laughs) Uh, Or just him reading the... Uh, Your your Stripes. Your Stripes.com. Your Stripes. That was like the The coolest thing. The struggles with .com is is the crazy part. That's like the coolest thing Charlemagne has ever done. Is just expose that Floyd Mayweather can't read. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like something that was totally not supposed to be public. But uh, if Michael Jordan just went by Shale instead of Michael Jordan, yeah, if it was this Shale Jordan. Would be, yeah. would he be like the best player ever? No, the only reason oh, okay. he's the best player ever, and it's kind of relatable, but I feel like I didn't turn it into as much of a, a motivational tool as I could have. Uh, no pun intended. Was just because he sucked with tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, dude, yeah. I could not believe he was like, like he was fucking getting into that. Like he was yeah. like, kind of yeah. getting misty of like, yeah, he, he just didn't love me enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't turn a fucking wrench, so my dad just really didn't like me. That's. And then that's they got archive footage of the dad just being like, "Yeah, he's right." <laughs> and, I had no use for that piece of shit. And the he's dad kind of like. Shit. The dad clearly loved talking about how bad Jordan sucked with tools. He's like, this 
idiot. Let me, let me <laughs> yeah. tell you. Ask for a flathead, maybe a wrench. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you guys impressed by him now? I know whenever he couldn't wipe his own ass. So yeah. <laughs> it's like keep your basketball and your stupid shoes. Yeah, how you can't. What's un- that you make can't me? Undo this fucking IKEA desk, dumbass. Yeah, it's pretty great though because like that's extremely relatable. Sucking yeah. at tool. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us used it to turn ourselves into the greatest athlete of all time, but mm. I don't know. I uh, I used Whatever the term works. pilot hole the other day, and Megan was uh, was blown away like I was Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> pilot hole. Yeah, if you're trying to screw yeah, something you know in, but uh, but you want to make it a little easier, you gotta oh. get that gotta get that started. Yeah, I didn't know that's what that was called. I mean, I do that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay, gotta drill a pilot hole. Okay, don't get too impressed. <laughs> this is how proud he is over here. <laughs> don't have to hose you down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I you know, I, I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about uh, each of our, you know, previous relationships with this team because we're all the same age, and that's a big part of this whole deal for me. Is you know, that I, I had no no concept of uh, something like this. You know, it's not like I, I could compare it to the the Lakers in the eighties because I didn't know there was a team called the Lakers at the time. <laughs> um, you know, like I. I I, you guys know I, I didn't really give about a shit about sports whenever I was a kid. It's more of a chrono trigger guy. Uh, but this was the oh, only real. thing that I did care about. Like I, like I said, I wouldn't have been able to tell you what the other teams in the league were. Um, but we we had the the deal where you uh, had to buy like a twelve Maverick uh, twelve game pack to get the Bulls game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flex so, pack. Yeah, so we 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 did that, and like I, you know, I. I Saw Jordan play at Reunion Arena a couple times, and uh, the first sports mo- moment I remember at all, like watching live and caring about, is the the final moment of this season whenever he uh, clearly pushes off to uh, hit the jumper. Um, I'm glad you're willing to admit that. <laughs> I mean, you know, he pretty much like whenever they asked him about it that day, he was like, you know, fucking the rules are what the ref says they are, guys. <laughs> you know what it is at that point. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, this, this was just a, a huge deal to me, the, the, the team and like, they just seemed like far bigger than a sports team. And I, I didn't know if that was, I mean, I know everyone loves nineties bulls and sees they're a big deal, but I, I would love to hear it in your own words. And if it, if it felt like as big as the nineties Cowboys or if it felt bigger to me, it felt bigger, but I figure that that might not be a majority opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the whole Space Jam tie-in, right? Which was yeah. the hugest movie besides, like, Ninja Turtles for us as a kid, probably. Um, yeah. I was, I was honestly a Supersonics fan when I was little because they were the other team. They were the, the Western Conference team that made it to the finals, I think, in 96 against Jordan's Bulls. And my dad was super sports guy. And he was super, like, sports talk radio guy. And so... Whenever I started getting older and it was, who do you choose to be a fan of? Immediately, I was, you know, just drawn to Sean Kemp and how he played. Um, I think the first finals I stayed up, well, the first time I ever stayed up, like, past my bedtime, like, remember being up past midnight, was uh, Akeem and Shaq finals. So, Magic versus Rockets finals, um, whenever that was, like, 93 or something like that. And so, then, then Jordan came along. Um, and was the biggest deal. And my dad, like, just thought Michael Jordan was a fucking worm. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) He was just, like, pretty boy asshole, like, all this stuff. And so that just kind of pushed me over to, like, the supersonic side because that was the time when I was, like, I'm all into the NBA. I got all the pencils. 
I got this like binder with all these players, the stack cards on them. I was collecting cards and I was super into the NBA at that time and Supersonics made the finals, so that was my team. They were the they were the villain in a lot of people's eyes to Jordan's good guy or my good guy uh, to Jordan's villain. So I was always aware of him, um, but I don't think I really appreciated him or understood how like freaking huge he was until Space Jam. Um, even even the titles, like there's got to be a team that wins titles. And when we were young, you just assumed there were teams that won five titles in six years because the Cowboys did it, the Bulls did it, the Yankees did it like every other year. So that's I thought that's how sports. I thought that's how sports worked. Yeah, that was like, a big was decade like, oh, for dynasties. Yeah, and I was like, there's the next team that's going to win five in seven years, and it's just kind of how sports works right now. Um, but it took me probably till I was like 14, 15 to be like, yeah, this is the greatest athlete that's ever lived. Um, and the 90s Bulls will never be replicated again uh, to kind of get a grasp on that. Um, finally seeing what the Lakers did once they got Shaq. And like that's the most unstoppable force the world's ever seen, right? Shaq and Kobe. Oh, they didn't get five titles. They didn't get six titles. So this is still better, right? So that's kind of my early relationship until probably, I don't know, 15, 16 with, with Michael Jordan and the 90s Bulls. Yeah, just uh, sorry. I I I I want to hear your thing too, Jake. But just the the, the way that they like uh, uh, seemed absolutely inevitable that they were going to win, especially that that sixth one. Like the way in the documentary where they're just that's all they're talking about. Which, like, of course, they're playing basketball and they're they're very good. So they're 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 and saying that they're going to to do well. But like, I I just uh, I the degree to which that that was just an absolute certainty they're going to win every single time there's been times where it felt like we were close to matching that uh but but you know like like that heat third title i thought that was in hand uh that they just they were they were a team that was good enough that they were going to win three straight but then they didn't and then you know the warriors same thing that that felt, you know whenever that was on on the the rise you uh you figure this is a team that's surely going to win three straight maybe more and uh, they also did not, right? They they went one and then the two. Yeah, um, yeah. They so, went to five straight. Yeah, not just, three, not four, not five, not <laughs> six, not yeah. seven. A. So just so many teams since then have. I mean, I guess the Lakers did get to that third, but then the, then the second time, whenever the Lakers were trying it, you, you thought they would, but uh, you know, Mavericks topped them. Um, I hated the Bulls growing up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely hated them. I mean. I was a, I dabbled as a Sonics fan as well. I also had a brief time as a Suns fan. <laughs> okay. Just we because, were, you know, like you were searching for... Dude, and Go was in uh, episode two, right? Yes, he was. He's, he dunked a uh, little bitty the bull yeah. stuffed animal. But, no, nah, I mean, I hated them and I hated him, to be honest with you. I was so fucking tired of Michael Jordan growing up and... Really? I just... Yeah, dude, I was like... You know, the Mavericks sucked. Um, Space Jam, though, might have been a turning point moment for me because I didn't know anybody who didn't like that movie. Yeah. yeah. Whenever um, he started letting him into McDonald's, that was too much. That was yeah. like one bridge too far. I was like, keep this motherfucker out of my McDonald's. Dude, that's the thing is like as far back as I can remember, I have so little personality that my identity has always been too tied up and being like well i'm not gonna like what these people like he's so stupid dude but like my first basketball jersey was a drexler dream team 
1992 because everybody had the Jordan one. And I was just like, fuck that. Like, I don't want Michael Jordan. Like, this dude's a clown. But it was really just because I was mad, you know? <laughs> and I remember learning pretty early on that he was taking only one pick before the Mavericks drafted. Um, so I was just like, you know, I've been attending the player haters ball every year for like 30, almost 30 years now. So hosting. Yeah, I, I did not have a high opinion of Michael Jordan as a kid, but obviously now, dude, I mean. Yeah. What well, how, how do you feel about the whole thing looking back? Uh, you know, different, there's different stuff that they didn't even really touch on in the documentary yet. Like, I do think that there's something to like almost like his existence as incredible as it was like it kind of broke sports in the sense that like now if you're not like this psychopath then you don't care type thing like his pathos or whatever is not healthy for humans and it's like if you don't live that way then you're you're you know you just don't care like you don't care like that's what people say right that he he's the guy who created this like fuck everything and everybody except for me and me winning <laughs> and it's like it's awesome for him but i think a lot of people buy into that shit it's toxic right mm-hmm. like that's not it's no way to live dude but, i can't wait to see eight more hours of that the the time that i thought it came most to the surface was whenever he was talking about Pippen being out for the start of the 97-98 season and was just like <laughs> like he was talking about an eight game stretch to open they opened the season 4 and 4, four and 0 and, and, yeah. and 4 on the road and talking about that eight game stretch was just like now like it wasn't like they yeah. they had the clips from then now was like <laughs> Dude, when you're trying to dominate someone, you can't let that flicker of hope live in their mind. I'm like, dude, yeah. this guy really fucking believes that he is winning or losing the title in the first eight games. Like, because it's one thing, like, like it's, it's like sometimes someone would say something like that and you're like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. They're trying to psych themselves up. So they're talking themselves into anything. It didn't seem like he was talking himself into, into shit. It felt no. like his honest belief in his heart was that if we let them think for two fucking seconds that we're going to do anything other than crush them, then that's going to drive me crazy and I'm not allowing it to happen. That was, I mean, like, that's you're right, it's dark, titles. it's fucked up, but it's That's crazy. after five titles. Yeah, yeah. Like, he yeah. won five championships in game eight of the season. He's breaking the huddle going, let's go get our first win because they hadn't won on the road yet. Yeah, yeah. and then he goes, I'm not going to say this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. I mean, and everyone looked so terrified. Tony Kukoc looked like he was going to shit his pants. Yeah, Ron Harper. <laughs> poor Ron Harper, man. Damn. He but yeah, it. you know, I mean, it's awesome because it was him. But I think it's it's kind of like a different version of, you know, Coop is, <laughs> Coop is tweeting a lot about this. Because yeah. he was letting everybody know that he's not actually that excited about it because there's been too much hype. Mm, okay. Um, is the coverage worse than the actual thing or... Yeah, exactly. The Jose uh, Fernandez yeah. of documentaries. So there's that. Plus, you know, he's doing the why didn't they, <laughs> that was a good one. Why didn't they tell uh, Jordan to stop taking these bad shots? It's like, OK, the point is that they're not bad shots for him. They're bad shots for players today who aren't him. And I think a bunch of other people like try to be Jordan and like try to be this like maniac but it's like dude you're not you're faking the funk dude entirely. that's why i was never like a kobe stan right yeah like respected the hell out of him like he's an incredible player but i was like you're just trying to act exactly like mj and i witnessed this and like, like it just wasn't, wasn't it wasn't good cool. at it 
Kobe shot yeah. 45%. Jordan was at 50 the whole time. As a fucking two guard, he was a 50% shooter. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Kobe didn't come close to that. Yeah. Anyways. That's why uh, I, didn't, I didn't like the, the excuse that, like, someone else had used this path and used this mentality to become the greatest player of all time so that now if I use it, you cannot criticize me. I am, I am free of criticism. If I blame all my teammates and yell at them constantly, we're good. Right. Like, you that, can't say shit so about me. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at. And yeah. like that being a psychopath is not a redeeming quality. It's just this singular case of a dude who was able to pull it off makes it really interesting, but I also think like ruined a lot of shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something to that. Uh did, did you guys see the Randy Galloway column about the Mavericks oh, having the fourth pick? So good, dude. So Is he happy good. about Sam Perkins? Uh, he he just leading up to the draft, yeah, w- wanted the Mavericks to know if you get the chance to draft Jordan, stay the fuck away. He's only six six. Yeah, and he had That's some extreme. He had like a really columnist of that yeah. era type thing where it's like, don't show me videos of uh, thriller videos of Michael J. Jordan. <laughs> he did. <laughs> like he, he, he wrote out like J A C and then had dot dot dot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Grandpa urine strikes again. Respect. No doubt. Um, So what did you guys... It kind of seems like the story of this documentary is Michael Jordan, but it also is like... Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck was going on with Jerry Krause? Dude, I didn't know any of this. Like, honestly, I didn't... I I knew that they broke up at some point. Like, the team ended and Pippen went to wherever he went. Portland and then Houston eventually, I think. Um... But I just thought, like, Pippen wanted to go get his money. Like, that just made sense. But I didn't know, like, they were just openly, like, on-team buses, like, clowning on the GM. Like, number one, why is the GM on the bus most of the time? But, uh, and then at practice, just, like, dunking on him, just throwing oops to each other, like, in one mixtape. And just, hey, Jerry, you do, uh, You want to do layups, Jerry? Sh- sure. Yeah. Then we're going to have to lower the rims. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, d- I didn't know this, like... I, I wasn't that aware at that time. And the, the clip of, uh, are you taking those pills to keep you short, or are those diet pills, Jerry? <laughs> Dude. It's got to be one or the other. I've never, I I would bet that that is not like, a, oh, we just didn't know that was going on. Like, this was not happening anywhere else. No. Where like a GM is literally the foil. Like Do you think that has ever happened before or since? That's what I'm saying is yeah. I, I would bet not. Like maybe to the, maybe privately. I could not conceive of, of someone going up to a GM like, hey, you short no. fuck. Like, <laughs> I think you're nothing. No. Dude. I didn't, I didn't so know Scotty good. had so many problems too. Like. I, I was disappointed I that they only talked about it and didn't have video. I feel like they should have had video of Scott. Oh, you want a video of the stroke? Oh, I thought you meant of his dad. <laughs> what a dick. No. <laughs> well, he said he didn't know he had so many problems, and you're like, I want video. I want to see. <laughs> Scotty Pippen's like a really sweet guy. Like, yeah. I had to talk to him at Dirk's thing, and he's like the most thoughtful, like, okay, okay, how much time you need, like that type of guy. Um... Great voice, too. That fucking subwoofer is rattling. Whenever that guy starts talking, I'm like, just read yeah. bedtime stories, shit. Whatever you whatever you want to talk about, Scotty. Get him on but your app, he was just <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know he was just like, fuck this at some point. Like, get me out of here. Like, See, I had no idea. That's a guy that I think Jordan, he fucked his head up. Because Scotty Pippen seemed like a sweet kid. You know? Like, he's just the kind of aw shucksy. Although, I guess he did immediately come in and say, I'm going to be better than Jordan. But... I feel like he wore off like the big kid had way too much of an influence on 
the freshman mm-hmm. and he's like oh i guess we're just shitty to everyone all the time now <laughs> like that's yeah. just what we do here huh i think yeah. there's something to that yeah, yeah. especially whenever you're that well, close like, to him like, like a, you have no choice but to try and follow him yeah yeah it's like it's like the uh on neil brennan's last stand-up he goes it was some reason he was talking about the ray rice thing and he was like you know i don't get upset with football players whenever they do weird shit or domestic violence because like every moment in their life it's like do football do more football oh this time i wasn't supposed to do football yeah like this one time i wasn't supposed to do football okay that's what i think scotty was like he was he was like be an asshole be an asshole be an ass oh this one time i can't be an asshole for real i did know the scotty things must have been bad because (laughs) phil was actually like hey take it easy on (laughs) jerry man (laughs) like could you imagine what it would take for phil to go in and be like talking for on behalf of jerry (laughs) trying to get nicer treatment of jerry the guy who already said i'm making sure he's fired at the end of the year unreal dude <laughs> like i i the it, it jogged i wanted to watch this because of i because i knew there's half shit that i just have no recollection of because mm-hmm. i was super young at the time um like that the press conference the finals press conference in 97 that they quote extensively i didn't remember that at all and every dude. single one of those quotes is insane that he said that dude. after a game <laughs> that's the most insane finals press conference i've ever heard yes yeah. like Ever like Jordan, like they're just straight up just throwing grenades at Jordan. Like, so this team's over, right? And he's just like, you know, it's not up to me. Love to keep the team together, but you know, to keep winning and like it's like if they'd asked Durant, breaking it up, like after he tore his uh, his Achilles, like yeah. So what's what is your problem with Draymond? He was just like, yeah. listen, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know wild. the Jerry Krause baseball thing. I guess he did actually work as a basketball scout before that that's insane yeah but he did like he didn't play basketball but he can y'all hear that buzz no i don't hear noise it's fine okay um yeah so he i guess that's how he knew phil like he scouted phil in college and i really wanted him to to draft phil whenever he was with the baltimore bullets Hmm. Um, but he did you know didn't work in basketball for several years went to baseball that's just yeah it's very odd to me the idea that somebody could scout a sport that they've never even played like on the (laughs) one uh, hand like the the being a gm like kind of seems like it's a lot of skills that like if you just know how to negotiate i guess i guess you could do it and like if you put together a draft board before does it matter really which sport you know like you're listening to the scouts either way Mm. But you just got to know how to gather information. Like, yeah, honestly, I guess that's true. Like, yeah, but, like, but, but I, don't I mean, know, I don't know if no Donnie's one else does like, that. Has, I don't know if like Donnie has like an eye if he can watch a guy play and just go like that guy's the 20th best player in this draft versus that guy's the 60th best player in this draft. He just has information. He knows who to talk to and he's always gathering it like constantly. So yeah, but, that, I think that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it, that it made me think like it, it shouldn't be as crazy as it is that people transition sports, but like he probably shouldn't been able to because uh, <laughs> he just seems, I mean, I don't know. On the one hand, like the guy did draft Scottie Pippen. It, it, I think you could make an, a, a, an argument that this documentary so far has not been uh, super fair to Jerry Krause. Uh, yeah. And may- maybe that'll change. Uh, but the but only person backing him is like Winnington. Winnington's like it's a fine dude. Like what? Are you yeah, but about? even him, he's like he's a nice enough guy. But yeah, nice know, enough guy. Had his obvious I, uh, flaws. I really liked when that Sports Center. I think it was a Sports Center interview, interview clip where uh, you know Jerry says uh, players and coaches 
alone can't win championships and he gets misquoted. Yeah. And they keep rolling the interview and Crouch just goes, yeah, he took the word alone out of there. <laughs> yeah. Dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, you just said dumb son of a bitch during an interview. Like, what <laughs> proves him wrong. is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, talk, you talk about Bill Winnington's facial hair. Mm. It's very good. Yeah, it's great. You, you're Love talking him. to two big Winnington fans, so yeah. this is what you're getting. I, I can almost guarantee you that he protested stay-at-home orders at a Capitol this week. <laughs> no, dude. I don't think he's Absolutely that way. Absolutely not. I think you got to paint him wrong. I don't know, man. That facial hair says uh, protest. <laughs> he's my second favorite Whittington behind Chase. Yeah. Well, it's a different last Facts. name, but oh, sure. Facts. Facts only. Uh, no, to see Reinsdorf, like, like that he's, there was a couple times where I'm looking at Reinsdorf like, you've had 20, 30 years to come up with an answer to these questions, and this <laughs> is what you've got? Uh, yeah. So for the, the Kraus hiring thing, he was just like, yeah, I talked to a lot of people. All of them said he they, was dog shit, but they said fuck it. No. <laughs> Dude, I like, I like the, uh, the one part that actually got me like, physically upset was uh reinsdorf saying well kraus gave phil jackson his shot if there wasn't for jerry kraus you'd never know who phil jackson was and i was like that's the most like smoke-filled room old white man thing to say is if i didn't give you this shot like you'd be nothing and i'm like phil jackson is one of the greatest coaches that's ever lived i think he would have figured it out yeah he was plucked from nowhere though yeah i mean i get that part but Phil Jackson would have figured that shit out, man. Like, I, like guy, I'm, I'm with you, but I, that was kind of the thing I was thinking about in this documentary. Just wanted to talk about Pippen uh, and how he went from like being the team manager to like eventually mm -hmm. being allowed to play at an NAIA school, which made me wonder, like, if if he can, if that can happen with him, like, are there guys that could be all NBA that just like never touch a ball? Oh, probably. I mean, are guys that never play or never even get like any kind of look? Probably like, not anymore. Yeah, scouting's gotten pretty good, but I'm sure there's a handful of the greatest players that have ever lived that never played, like, Division One college basketball in any fashion just because it just wasn't, you know, you just keep the kid over there. Like, he's – no, he ain't shit. Yeah. Did you guys know. notice that uh, I think Michael Jordan's mom calls his dad Mr. Jordan? She certainly does. What do you think's going on there, Jake? I don't know, man. I mean, my grandma calls my grandfather sir. Okay. But she's never gone so far as to call him Mr. You know, in last name. That's that feels about the same to me. It, well, it Ooh. might be, but it also feels like the type of guy who would have a son who's a maniacal asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't get over the idea of a, a six-time champion <laughs> and that... Like the GM, the Krause's whole thing. I get Krause's thing. Like, like it's 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 insane, and I've never really seen it, this streak play out to this degree on this biggest stage. But we've all met people who have that fascist instinct in them, where like they don't even like the fact that they have power over you. They only like seeing you know how much power they have over you. And like they, they seem to have just spent their whole career trying to amass that like for the purpose of like exploiting people and like wrecking lives and just like sitting back and laughing and being like, it's, isn't it cool I can do this? 
And that's what Kraus has got, you know, we're like, he, he wants to break up the fucking nineties bulls just so <laughs> that everyone like, just so that the bulls will understand that he could do it. Like, I, I'm sure that he wanted to build another contender, like all on his own. And that that would have been neat. But one, if he had, he probably just would have feuded with those players. And two, he didn't even really care that much about that. Just so long as Michael Jordan understood that Jerry fucking Krause would be the one to decide whether or not he was still playing basketball. Like, because it... That, it, that quote like, about Phil Jackson, whenever he got his contract was... I don't know if that was a widely televised or popular thing where he's like, yeah, oh, they got it taken care of, but this will be the last year Phil's a coach. I was so like, insane. The, how is this? Has this ever fucking happened? Yeah. Like, people will do one-year deals, but they won't just be like, yeah, this is last year and he's done. I can't in remember. In the middle of a title run. In the documentary, if I read it, but he told somebody, I don't give a fuck if they go 82 and 0. Yeah. That was yeah. The <laughs> okay. That yeah, was he's the like, no, nah, I don't care. I literally yeah. do not winning, care. Winning doesn't matter to me. Winning does not matter to me. Go 98 no. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Like that's the like the ultimate example of not keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Like that's that's number like, one. Because to me. The, that the is wins like, were not important. What he was looking is for no. them to understand exactly mm. how much power he could he could exert. And I, yeah. like so I I get Kraus on that level, but like what's Reinsdorf doing? Like what what's yeah, the fucking point for him? Like he's just like the, he's got the guy in his ear who's like I want to blow it up just to just to show him and then Reinsdorf's like yeah, let's show him. Reinsdorf's the one that loses all this money if they're not doing that the next year. See, How much fucking revenue do you think the Bulls it, generated from fucking 98 to or from 99 to I don't know, now? Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. part the the losing the forest through the trees for ego, I get. But for money, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand, like, why they were fucking with this cash cow. Like, it's not like they were just good. They were the most marketable team of all time. And now you're just going to go yeah. piss this guy off? I mean, it's... I really wish Jerry Krause was still alive. Just so you could possibly hear some explanation for any of this shit. Yeah. But turns out a guy who has players making fun of him for taking the short pills didn't make it that much longer. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot that earlier you said he reminds you of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, similar shape. Just two round boys. <laughs> Healthy boys. Yeah. <laughs> I love the minutes, re- the minutes restriction bit was hilarious. That is something oh, that else. Was great. And that's another, that's another perfect example of the, like, you think it was really important to them that it be 14 minutes exactly because like they had medical reasons or do you think no. they want him to understand who is making this call? Yeah, it's like, obvious. Yeah, that was that was a guy a who just back yeah. then that like crunched some numbers and came back and was like 14 14 minutes it says right here. Calculator spit out 14 minutes. So 14 it is. 1401 guys going to fucking die in the court, okay? He's going to be dead. I am so glad they spent that much time on the injury because I I think that's a huge deal. And I Mm -hmm. also think that it's one of the most insane things about a career that's full of insanity that Mm -hmm. he did not have serious problems afterwards. Like to break your fucking foot. You know how many basketball players break their foot and that's it? Was that a a Liz Frank uh, fracture? I'm not sure. Like that bone? I think it was because the guy was describing it like... Yeah. The same one that KD had where KD broke his foot and it was like, if it doesn't heal properly, if it breaks again, you're just like fucking done. Like yeah. you don't play sports anymore. 
Like that was uh, that was Yao Ming, right? I thought his yeah. was like uh, yeah, foot foot. Yeah, Yao Ming and uh, a lot of big men have it. Yeah, has had it. He was like one of the more famous ones where he just like you know, you don't play anymore. Sorry. And and how great do you think that sports medicine was in 1985? Oh my god, nah. Like it was when just a bunch of Doctor playing playing um, at North Carolina playing pickup games, and he's like, and I came back, and my one calf was just it was just bigger than my other calf, and they were like, what's going on here, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell you guys, but I've been playing five on five every single day against college kids. <laughs> I've been deadlifting 600 pounds. Not a big deal. It's like it's on the one hand, it's insane that the doctor's like, yeah, if he ever breaks it again, like that's fucking it. And Jordan's <laughs> yeah. just like, fuck it, I want in. Yeah. <laughs> and then that they are like, uh, yeah, yeah, let him in, let him in. And then they do the minutes restriction, but that's followed by the playoff series against the Celtics. Where like, I don't really know how you do a minutes restriction in the playoffs. Like, uh, clearly, you know, he's not gonna be okay with that, but. There's there's something between that and having him play nearly every minute of a two overtime <laughs> 46 game. Forty six minutes. Yeah, this half measure stupid shit, man. <laughs> Insane. And like, like there's no there's no point of the restriction or just don't play him at all. Yeah. I mean, it's, that doesn't make any sense at all to me. And also, if you let him only play fourteen minutes, he's gonna try to bust their ass the entire fourteen minutes and take mm-hmm. basically the same number of shots as he would in thirty five minutes. So it's like, dude, you're probably making this worse yeah. by, by telling him he only has 14 because he's going to go try to get his 30. Yeah. Um, now the, I, I, I wonder how much more they have on the time between then and the uh, uh, start of the championships. But I was, I was interested that they, that they did spend that much time on uh, year two. And, like, I don't know. I guess I would not have previously identified that as the beginning of his rift with the front office, but I think that's why they were laying that whole thing out is to say like this is the first time that he realized he was dealing with people who were radically different than him and like he just lost yeah, respect for him. The the rewinds in episode 2, the year 2 ones whenever like you're explaining the the rift and all that made made a lot more sense. <laughs> episode 1 rewinds I was like why are we jumping back to like this random shit? Like I didn't, I didn't understand the rewinds in episode one, but I, I kind of liked the whole jumping around thing. I, I think that generated some controversy on the internet, but uh, they, I, they just got like a dream within a dream at one point where they were talking about Paris on the preseason, and then they jumped yeah. back to uh, they were like, "Shit, we got this Bob Costas footage. We got to fucking use it somewhere." And he's talking about how the Bulls sucked, and they were getting out outdrawn by a by an indoor soccer team and all that shit. And then they jumped into something else right after that, and I was like. Guys, we're going. We're we're a few too many loops like removed from. Forgot what the fuck we're talking about. It's like, are we in, are we in the national championship now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, are we in? Is he shooting the game winning shot now? We're yeah. here. Like that was weird. Yeah. That was fucking James, awesome. That James he, James Worthy pops up and I'm like, shit. I thought we were in Paris. Yeah, but just that 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 he and James Worthy were on the same team and played against Patrick mm-hmm. Ewing in a championship. That's fucking great. That's pretty cool. I just love that that happened. Uh, the '84 Olympics thing is great too. Um, I mm. I in preparation for this watched the uh, basketball love story part on Michael Jordan. Bob recommended it. He was talking about it last week. Yeah, and, I've been meaning uh, to get to that, and I haven't. They uh they talk a lot about the '84 Olympics in that, and like that there was uh like as a warm up thing. They were playing a series of like NBA All Star teams, and the Jordans team just like kept on beating them. The All Stars kept on getting like really fucking mad, 
and mm-hmm. uh, then then he would just go out and beat him again. And they they have a whole thing. And I've I heard this in the uh, the Bob Knight book. I'm pretty sure that John Feinstein talks about this a little bit. Uh, just uh, whenever he first got to the the team, Knight the, the '84 Olympic team was just like, uh, yeah, Jordan's kind of dog shit. He can't shoot. Like he's a guard that mm-hmm. can't shoot. What do you want from me on this? And that by the end of it was like, that's the best player I'm ever going to coach. Like just had so much respect for his want to like his just the, Bob Knight like looking for someone else who was just as maniacal as Bob Knight. Like this is the first time in his life that he's like, all right, this guy gets it. <laughs> he, he knows why we got to throw chairs at people like this is a finally another fucking chair thrower. Um, and yeah, you, you could see how they would fit with each other. Yeah. Same personality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see more of the uh, number nine Jordan Team USA jerseys uh, yeah. get back into uh, rotation at, at various festivals. That that was a solid one. I forgot. Yeah. I, didn't, I just I want I want more. I'm I might have my timelines wrong, but Dream Team is later, right? Yeah. Ninety two. Ninety two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, By the way, I, I think I my neighbor. I think my neighbor's beating her kid up. that's rough Uh, quarantine's tough hold on Um, real quick (laughs) um i need i need a lot more olympics just just honestly i need a lot more olympics footage i need more than one soundbite of bob knight like is bob knight been canceled can we not show bob knight anymore like I want to hear uh, those stories that you were just explaining. <laughs> I mean, I you know it's it's on the ESPN app, like uh, the basketball love story. I think it's uh, episode seven, chapter two. Um, mm-hmm. You're gonna love it, and I, I bet that they'll do a lot on the the '92 Dream Team whenever they get to that. Um, yeah, no. As far as to uh, talk about the uh, Reinstorf thing a little bit more. Um, you know, that's, that's someone that's very involved in my life as the owner of two franchises that I care very much about. Uh, I'm, I'm interested. What, what were your guys takes on him? I mean, I've certainly got more on him, but you know, I want to know what someone who hasn't spent their entire life thinking about Jerry <laughs> Reinsdorf thinks about Jerry Reinsdorf after heavy exposure to him over the course of an hour. I don't know anything about him other than this. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know anything about, yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know how he made his money. Like, did he inherit the teams or something? Uh, I think that he's a finance guy. Okay. I mean, he bought I the mean, White Sox in like uh, the 80s. So, I mean, it would have been, you know, it, it, not like hedge funds in the way that we have hedge funds now, but, you know, um, like original Gordon Gecko shit. I think that's okay. the kind of shit he did. He looks like a little fucking twerp. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you know. I, I did not find him likable in this whatsoever, but I, I I didn't know if that was me, my current feelings bleeding in. I was fine. I mean, I was fine with him, honestly. Like, I've seen a lot of owners talk and a lot of people that have no relationship to reality or know what a gallon of milk costs type yeah. people. Uh, he didn't really rub me that way. Like, I knew that he was Jerry Reinsdorf, and, I, you know, I know there's some some uh, some heat that surrounds him. Um but I, I just watched him on the face. I was like, he seems like a, a reasonable guy. Like, he seems like kind of a dipshit. Kind of like 20 years after the fact. Doesn't have an ex- explanation for, you know, why he let Kraus break up the greatest team that's ever existed in professional sports. But Yeah, that. And then seemed- the, the other thing that really pissed me off, and I, I think it's got a lot of people going, is he already won the Scotty thing. 
Like he got to mm. enjoy all of the profits of Scottie Pippen. Uh, whenever they said it was a seven-year, $18 million contract, I was like, mm-hmm. $18 million a year? That's a fair salary. What's he complaining <laughs> about? Yeah. Um, and it really took me a second to realize that was the total for the deal. Uh, and, and so Kraus got all of that. Like as far as like who, you know, who was stealing Scotty's money, it was, or not, not Kraus, Reinsdorf. Reinsdorf was the guy who got that. And then he's sitting there like, uh, fucking come back to me and talk about renegotiating. You signed the deal, motherfucker. Shut up. Yeah. Like you already <laughs> won, shitty. dude. Why do you need to piss on him after you won? That was shitty. And I thought it was weird too that he was like, yeah, I mean, I told him and Michael, don't sign these deals. I don't fucking believe that for a Not second. Not a no. fucking chance. <laughs> that didn't happen. That is such horseshit, man. Like, come happen. on. So you told him don't sign the deal, and then whenever he did, you told him, but don't come back and try to renegotiate with me mm-hmm. ever. Like, yeah. come on. They yeah. have a sick Rodney Dangerfield reference, though. That was a good one. I, I did have to <laughs> drop it. I was like, whoa. That. I got um, to reevaluate this guy a little bit. As far as the Paris stuff, I thought the best footage, like from the the stuff from the camera crew that was following them around, uh, mm-hmm. my favorite bit so far is the guy putting the mic on him at the the French the TV guy. show, where he's like, "Can I get an autograph?" And Michael yeah. doesn't say a word, just looks to the next to him, where the guy's like, "No, dude, no, not a, no." That was he's, he's amazing. Getting the come get your boy look. Yes, come. It was. I don't, I'm gonna pretend like I don't know what he's saying. How fucking crazy was that? Yeah, no, I mean, I've definitely been in a uh, another country with a basketball team when people approaching <laughs> them asking them to sign things, and uh, them just kind of going and looking at security man, and that's the move. I mean, that's the move. Like you don't expect it to happen when you're on probably like whatever uh, French Oprah is or whatever that show was, but yeah. Yeah, I mean that sh- that shit for sure happens where people. Most Salah won't sign anything. Well, yeah, that and uh, just people don't really give a shit about acting professional if they're never going to see you again. Like he's a sound guy, right? If he is like mic up somebody next week, in yeah. theory, he could, he could get fired because of this. In theory, like if you work for a news organization and you're yeah. just like putting sound mics and packs on people, and then just like. Hey, can you go ahead and uh, go ahead and put that autograph on here? What's going on, huh? How are you, how have you, you guys have you guys seen the uh, the chameleonaire story that's come out? No. <laughs> Please tell me. So uh-uh. this is like 2009, I want to say. Uh, I think it was at a okay. It's a Reggie Bush charity auction, <laughs> and chameleonaire is off like Reggie Bush. Chameleonaire is like a fucking billionaire. Uh, he's done extremely, extremely well for himself. Like in stonks technology and stuff he made his money work for him and he was also like had the biggest album in the world for like two years and i saw this story it says uh let's see here rapper approached jordan who was sitting next to spike lee and paul pierce they were just chilling and i said i don't mean to be rude but mike i just wanted to know if i could get a picture he said he was expecting a no, but wasn't expecting Jordan's delivery. According to Chameleonaire, Jordan said, I ain't taking no pictures with no blank. <laughs> Stunned, the rapper thought the basketball star didn't hear him correctly and tried to smooth things over by explaining he just paid seven G's for one of his jersey. Jordan's response was, you know what? I'll tell you what. You pay 15000 right now for a jersey for me and I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Paul Pierce tried to chime in, was like, yo, whoa, chill out. That's chameleon air, man. Jordan didn't budge and yelled, I don't give a fuck, in. <laughs> uh, it wasn't oh. Jordan. It was someone like saying that they had heard Jordan say it, but on one of those morning shows was uh, relaying a time that Jordan, Michael Jordan was like, I fucking hate rap. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> yeah. He said that a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Which like it makes you wonder what he listens to. Is he like only a Hootie and the Blowfish guy? Yeah, like, dude. He doesn't have he time on? for music, man. I guess so. I mean, not when he's working out. No. Why they use like '90s rap LL Cool J songs in this doc? Then if he doesn't like them, that was fucking tight though. Hearing "I'm Bad Again" mm. was that's a badass song. That was, a, and I think that was during the '63 point game. Uh, fun thing that you can uh, think about throughout the rest of this documentary on, on the, the Reinsdorf topic, they referred a couple times in this to the, uh, the Berto Center. That's the name of the mm-hmm. Bulls practice facility. Yeah. Uh, they, they moved one to close one closer to the city in like 2014, but they're using the Berto Center this whole time. Uh, Berto is the last name of uh, like a uh, Reinsdorf's personal secretary. Like I, I, I think <laughs> that, I think that she like fell ill around the time that this was being built or something like that. And it, it, it really speaks to like the, the dual nature of like, on the one hand, like that's a f- extremely fucking despotic thing to do is to be like, well, uh, this, this person was close to me. So like they definitely matter and they're a huge deal. Like she's a secretary dude. But on the other hand, like I'm sure her family was like extremely fucking moved. And like, you know, he was, he was taking someone who did not have everything and being like, yeah, but you know, she, she worked real hard and gave a lot to this organization. So we're going to name it the Berto center, not the Jordan center. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering where that came from. I, I didn't, I didn't, I thought that was like, maybe like, some a random local company brand or some shit. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah. a nacho company or something. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's it's just his secretary who died. Mm, that's that's better. the deal. Yeah, United Center is huge, by the way. I've been there way too many times in the last couple of months. That place is fucking humongous. I love really? it, man. Yes, it is huge, dude. It is really, <laughs> really fucking big. Like I uh, just. Whenever it was before this season, um, or you know what, it must have been after because uh, there was some question about whether or not we we're going to be able to go in the locker room because of the lockout. So this this was they still had Jordan's locker set up and everything, um, but I, I guess I guess you, I don't know exactly how this lines up. But whenever I was a kid, my, I went to visit my grandparents and they took us on a tour of the United Center, and um, you know we got to go in the locker room and uh, Daniel and I were sitting in chairs in front of the lockers. And they uh, pointed to Dan- Daniel's chair. We're like, that's Jordan's chair. And then, uh, you know, whenever he got up, I got to sit in Jordan's chair. Megan was not that interested in this story. Whenever I saw Jordan's chair, it was like, I've sat in that chair. And then she kind of leaned over, looked into my eyes and farted at me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to put this down as the thing I'm most excited to see before I go try to save my neighbor from getting beat up by his mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Godspeed. I really, really hope that they have like a good look at him fucking roofing Steve Kerr. Because <laughs> there's never been video of that, right? No, I don't think so. Dude, he punched, he, he like knocked Steve Kerr out of the practice. That's you never heard that story? No. I oh, hope they have a lot on punched it him. I didn't. Yeah, he punched Kerr like hard. And I think it was. I think it was either, I think it might have been 96, I want to say. But yeah, they didn't get along, like, at all. 
That's kind of crazy. I, it's not like you really get that from Kerr in the documentary. <laughs> I know. Because Kerr is just a good dude, you know? He's a good mm-hmm. dude. Okay, so I guess this was a training camp scrimmage. But yeah, he, he laid Kerr the fuck down. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's going to be more, but I, I was expecting to see more of him being an asshole in practice than we've seen so far. There's Dude, a there's little bit. There's going to be way more because okay. I remember hearing that he used to shit on uh, Bill Cartwright all the time. Yeah. And that that was like, like that he hated him. And he clearly hates Kukoc. I mean, yeah. he, he very clearly hates Tony Kukoc. I, I, don't, I just don't know I was ready for the degree of which he does that to everyone. Like, the, just the way, like, like, like the stuff that he's doing to Kraus. But, like, like that I he just appears to pay absolutely no attention to, like, normal relationships, you know? No, none. That's the thing. Yeah. Because the other thing that my favorite Jordan story of all time is uh, not going to be in this at all, and it's Kwame Brown. Yeah. <laughs> like when he used to make Kwame Brown cry in practice. Yeah. That's fucking, that's too good. But I don't know if there's going to be a last dance about those Wizards teams. <laughs> I, I mean, it I, does make you respect the fuck out of Phil Jackson. Like everything everyone ever said about Phil Jackson is like just so obviously true. Like any kind of regular coach around Jordan, I, I don't feel like that, that would have mm-hmm. gone, like, he just obviously wants to coach the team, right? Like, yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah, like all, all the stuff that he's saying to the players in practice the, from what we've seen is like the shit the coach would say. Like the two guard doesn't normally say that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, maybe I'll do this with you guys again next week if you don't have a guest. I don't know. Who, who are your other big guest ideas? Just all your, all your coworkers. Jordan. All my coworkers, okay. Yeah, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> We've got him lined up for uh, week four. He's going to join us. Did Did you remember these teams being just Pippin and Jordan and a bunch of like fucking spares? Yes, I thought I thought these oh, guys were like. I mean, Rodman's yeah. a huge deal. Like I, I definitely feared Tony Kukoc growing up. Like I thought Kukoc was probably a badass, and I thought Ron Harper was probably good when I was like. 13, 14, 15, and now looking back, I'm like, these are just kind of like a bunch of Derek Fishers, and there's like Jordan and Pippen and Rodman, who, yeah, Rodman's good, but there's obviously like a, a cap. Also, he lives with cap. Phil saying that Pip was the second best player in the NBA at that time is bullshit. Nah, yeah, that ain't happening. You want to look at me with a straight face that. and say Charles Barkley wasn't as good as Scottie Pippen. Yeah, that's insane. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Was he top ten? Probably. Yeah. But to say he was the the, the second best player in the league is. I mean, even the year that Jordan was gone, smoke. he scored twenty two a game, which like yep. that's good. Not everyone can do it, and like pairing that with being one of the you know the best two or three defensive players in the league, that's that's an all star. But it's not the second best player in the league. <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. Now I want to make a list. Now I'm like thinking to myself, okay, well then who would like? I'll hmm. I'll look through I'll look through. The I list did for love next week. everything he said about Scotty. Like one that that he was so effusive in his praise. Like he seems like the kind of guy that that not prob- Malone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Stockton, Malone, Kemp, Payton. But I'm talking about like '97, '98. Kemp would have been. I mean, Shaq's there. Kemp was awesome in 97, 98. They went to the finals in 96. Is there a year where you would have taken yeah. Scottie Pippen over Shaq? Akeem no. Olajuwon, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drexler. I don't know. I, I, Isaiah Thomas. I don't know. Like, what are we? Grant Hill. Yeah, Grant Hill was awesome those times. Um, Shaq was in the league, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, nah, top 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah. let's talk. You want to answer some questions on here, Chuck? Uh, nah, because then the people in the, the podcast, it won't make any goddamn sense to them. We're go- uh, we, okay. we have comments here. Um, well, people wanted us to talk Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, it was nice seeing Rick Carlisle in it. Man. Jalen Brunson got his ass on Twitter. He got the, yeah, he did. Well, that, what was that? Got that work in the dock, and then he got the work online. It was just something like, "Come on, coach," with like the yeah, yeah. emoji. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, fair. I don't know that I've ever heard like a play-by-play guy or color guy would not say in 2020. And this player looks like he's just wanting his mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a grown fucking man. Guy. Was it true? Uh, I couldn't tell. I couldn't if tell. Was but like, yeah, it was true. If it was like Tommy, if it was like Heinsohn, then man, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he still does some Celtics games. I could be wrong. I don't watch the Celtics broadcasts. Oh, he does. Yeah. He yeah. also said that Kelly Olynyk was going to be the next Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Same number and everything. So uh, you know, still got time. Um, but yeah, the I, I get the sense that Michael Jordan's the kind of guy that uh, you might be able to go through uh, your entire life with him without him ever sitting down and leveling with you about what you've meant to him. He doesn't seem like he's uh, there to, uh, you know, he definitely seems like a guy who thinks that praise is going to make you weak. So I wonder if Scotty's ever heard those things. I mean, maybe there's like public interviews where he says stuff to that degree. Um, But like just the things you're saying about Scotty, about how every time someone speaks the name Jordan, they should speak the name Scotty Pippen. I wouldn't be the guy who I was without Scotty Pippen. That was crazy. I love that. And I equally loved uh, him being willing to like look at the fact that Scottie Pippen was like, well, I could have gotten surgery, but I had a big summer. I could not <laughs> believe he said that in the documentary. And Jordan had was just fun. like, yeah, Scottie was being selfish. That was fucked up. I was not yeah. happy that Scottie <laughs> right. had a big summer planned. He's like, I, I like, don't want to fuck my summer up. <laughs> he really said that. I do. I do like that. It's it's MJ in this big ass empty house with no one else to hang out with. Yeah, and no one's blowing up his phone. And he's just like, finally, he's like, Scotty Pippen's the best, man. You can't say MJ without, without Scotty Pippen, you know? I don't happen without Scotty Pippen. And he's clearly got a drink. He's clearly got some Henny in a glass next yeah, to him. Yeah, three, if, three if fingers at all tape. times. Yeah, if you watch the tape back. But, yeah, that was, I, I was surprised, like, he was that just in the bag for Scotty. Because I knew there was going to be some kind of turbulence that was about to happen. And he's got to say some weird shit about him. But go ahead and get the nice shit out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess my, the, the big question I want to get out of here without asking you guys is just given the way that Jordan, you, you watch how he talks to the media in this. Like, like whenever they're like, he's like, are you going to mm-hmm. ask Scotty questions or uh, questions about the game? And they're like, some of both. And he's like, well, then I'm not going to answer fucking half of them, more yeah. or less. And the guy's like, well, know about the game. And he's like, there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, given, given all of that stuff and the way that he constantly was that way, and like that is the defining thing about him as a public figure is is how guarded and how much he cares about his answers you know the whole uh republicans buy shoes to comment mm-hmm. um fucking did you think in our lifetimes that there would ever be a time that you saw him being this candid no 
because I still don't really even know why they're why he's doing it now. I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, he he said like a week ago, people are gonna think he's an asshole. See, so I don't I know have, why. And like it was, it's his business partners that are the producers on this, and like had gateway yeah. over the footage the, the entire time, and that like you know kind of makes me think like, boy, they're gonna go soft on him. But if that's the case. How are they leaving in that footage of him uh, brushing off the guy asking for the autograph? Because he thinks that shit makes him look cool. Because yeah, it kind of yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. it definitely does. That's he has exactly. a different bar of like what's fine and what like what makes you look cool. That's what yeah. it is. But I, yeah, this, I think if something's remotely fair, they they were leaving it in. Like the, him yelling at yeah. Ron Harper in practice. Like that doesn't have to be in there. You can definitely cut that part. That doesn't need to exist. But Michael Jordan would probably think that makes Michael Jordan look cooler. Yeah. And I think like that the LeBron shit got pretty hot for a minute there. Like mm. after three, after three, one and some other shit, like LeBron started like almost getting into the house and mm-hmm. immediately LeBron called his production people and was like, this cannot fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> we've, got, we've got to remind people who I was. Yeah. For all these people that don't remember, so that you will never put this dude's name next to mine ever again. And Dude. make sure you put that autograph shit in there. I I think this doc is silencing the crying meme. That's I, I was gonna say that earlier. I was like, there's I a think whole the generation meme's of kids. Done. The yeah. whole generation of kids that were just gonna know him as the crying meme guy. No, now, and now, now they it's have the, getting this dude, forced at him over a quarantine. His yeah. actual record is too large. Once, yeah. once you have to really square up with it for you to, to even include that in it. Mm. I'm I can't wait. It. I, I definitely watch this. You know, another big question about any time you hear about a 10-part documentary is do they really need 10 parts? I would say based on the first two, this is going to be all, all, all killer, no filler. I'm, I'm yeah. fucking hyped for the next eight hours. No, they went hard. They clearly just thought they were going to drag this out for 10 weeks and then uh, the whole world got a virus and they were like, fuck it, five parts. Yeah. Fucking five blades. I've uh, um, I've heard that they're not uh, not done with part ten right now. Oh, holy shit! That's stressful. That stresses yeah. me out, dude. I don't and like that they're quarantining while they edit it. Like that, he, that everyone's damn. like editing from home. Yikes! Don't even um, say that. That's couple things. Couple things hives. to wrap up. Yeah. Um, can we just get a hand clap <laughs> for Pat Riley and his white excellence? Because. That guy's just model of what we all should be. Like he's still popping. Pat Riley's like oh, fucking yeah. eighty. Yeah, it's crazy. I love Pat Riley. Like every time I see Pat Riley, I'm like, this motherfucker. He just looks like he should be in Heat. Like he lives in the movie Heat. Oh yeah, absolutely, total um, fucking Heat. Follow up question: Why are Michael Jordan's eyes so yellow? That was a topic of discussion in my home, I have to admit. They're not going to get to the bottom of the Velveeta. <laughs> I mean, there's jaundice? a medical explanation for this, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that was what I was telling Megan. Like, this symptom of jaundice. Like, you know, his, his, his kidney is not regulating the bilirubin. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. It's distracting. I think it's distracting. the liver with the bilirubin. And yeah, the, no, last, it's, yeah. Last thing, I'm... I'm I'm really happy that like we've gotten to 2020 and everyone's like gets gets shamed online and clearly like Jordan's like a fu- he's a fucking meme like he's a living meme and his outfits just get memed to death but I'm just really excited that since that since 1990 the man has been wearing suits from the mall and yep. he will not change <laughs> he will <laughs> not fucking change How his about suits. that little necklace he's got on 
That's awesome. Yours is fucking like almost like puka shells. Yeah, we had like, yeah. had like three in practice. Yeah, that first practice footage. He's wearing he's three chains. He's fucking like oh yeah, his his gold him. necklace game early in his career was, was absolutely stunning. Love the, be- the best fit of the whole. I don't remember which episode it was though. Is when Phil's dressed like Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> he hops off the bus and he's like. I mean, he's always suspenders, which is step one. Yeah, but it's like, and it's like tucked tight too. Like he's yeah. about yeah, to. No. <laughs> Phil was on some shit back then. <laughs> he looks like a fucking ventriloquist, like at all times. Looks uh, like he's like got to just start talking to their little man. Megan and I had a had a running commentary uh, about whether or not Scotty's a cuck. Mm, like Scotty's on the one hand, fake. she was like, you know, she would bring up like, well, he's yelling at Kraus. How can you? And I'm like, that's. That's all sliding scale, like you know. Next yeah. to Michael, like he he was the bitch. And then then what I felt like kind of knocked it out for me is whenever they're showing Charles Oakley fucking slapping Scotty as a teammate, just like Man. not mad, just to be like, I just want you to understand exactly what your place is, and it's that I'm gonna slap you and you're not gonna do shit. <laughs> we need more oak. We need more oak. Terrible like, man. Y'all can y'all can guy. keep your Rodman. Y'all can keep your Rodman. Give me Charles Oakley. That guy is wild ass. He yeah. would be five times more entertaining to me than Rodman. Yeah, he crazy. is a bad guy, but, it, you know, the right kind of bad guy. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. All right, I'm out of here. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, this is fun, guys. Uh, I'll guys. talk to you next week. See you. All right. Later. Yeah, just uh, shoot me that file. Will do. All right, man. Later. <laughs>